Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne uh, out this week. Uh, so uh, when he's gone, I kind of like to, um, you know, uh, share my other passions. I mean, you know, with Jesse, it's kind of just like a fun, goofy uh, chat show, but when it's just me, I mean, I like to to get a little bit more serious, and I think that people know that, you know, in addition to podcasting and, you know, comedy writing, comedy performing, um, my true passion is um, agitprop slam poetry, and um, so I think for the next 90 minutes, I'm just going to, like, drop some knowledge bombs on you guys, and I hope that you're mentally ready for it. Um, so, yeah, so here's my first piece. <clears throat> Russia, no collusion, but Trump, he's causing me confusion. Ah, uh, no, never mind. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I have two two guests who I like a lot uh, who um, might drop some knowledge bombs on you. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the first one uh, is a writer whose work you might have seen on television programs like Awkward and The Following. Uh, the two credits, she says, are her least embarrassing. Uh, Liz Scudlow, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my other guest is uh, a another writer whose work you might have seen on Conan. And, of course, he's the creator of the uh, criminally underseen, uh, hilariously, <laughs> funnily hilarious uh, Moonbeam City uh, on Comedy Central. R.I.P. Uh, Scott Gardner. Hi, Scott. Hey. Hi. Thanks so much. Thank you for, for that credit. I'm glad it, uh, it's uh, touted as criminal. <laughs> um, no <laughs> yes. actual criminal. Someone should have been locked up. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to get into it. I th- something shady is going on with Sumner Redstone and Philippe Daumont and the whole Viacom. Look, I, I want to keep doing business with Viacom, but even still, <laughs> th- there may, may be something criminal, but not specifically related to, uh, to Moonbeam City. It was a fun cartoon. I had a lot of fun making. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> No one thrown under the bus for that. <laughs> um, now, this is interesting. Uh, Liz, I think, is probably the first guest we've ever had in the history of Jordan Jesse Go who is uh, in the booth wearing a medal. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally yeah, wearing I a am. medal around your neck. You're wearing a you're wearing a you know jeans, trainers, uh, a smart sweater that I think has patches on the elbows. It sure does. And also a medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about where you got this, how you got this, and uh, uh, um, and yeah, and why you think it's okay to wear during a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was in my purse, and okay. I just you know it, like it leaped out into my hand and then around my neck somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think that just happens yeah. with medals. Um, no, I ran a half marathon this morning. Um, wow. Run is like a generous term for walking. Um, uh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Um, it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. How, oh how, many, how many half marathons is this for you? And have oh you done God. a full marathon? Yes. I've done three or four full marathons. I, I don't know how many halves. And I am not a I'm not a a run man. I don't I don't like it. No, nor um, can I can't help you out on that one. It's not fun. <laughs> but something that makes me want to become a run man is when I see like Facebook ads and like posts for these runs where people will, like, pelt you with colored sand. Oh, the powder, yes. Um, or, you know, some sort of themed marathon. I think there's one that runs through Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever done something like this, or are your marathons more just a straight shot <laughs> on, where no one hurls themed. anything at you? I did, I, did, I did a zombie run. A couple of years ago, I did, like, a, the zombie, I guess it was a 10K down in Temecula. I have also seen that and wanted to do that. I got pink eye. 
<laughs> really? God. How do you yeah, do- because you have to. So you're like you're you. It's like flag football where you have flags attached to your waist, mm-hmm. and you're running from zombies, and you have three flags, and if they get all three, then you're dead. They, the zombies have killed you. Right. But while you're running from the zombies, you have to hide in feces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, there's like mud pits that are like you know boobs deep. You have to wade through, sure. and there's um there's like water things you have to splash through, and like I don't know weird structures you have to climb over. So I think. In one of them, they had these like like live wires that would electrocute you, and you delay. Fl- what, like really? Yes, they're not like kill you, I'm but sure, like shock yeah. you, like, like really? the horse ones. Um, like the horse ones? <laughs> yeah, if you've like a horse farm, you know, and that's how they keep the horses. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm from the East Coast. Well, a, a, a Jurassic Park uh, type Jurassic electrified. Park. Okay. There okay. we go. Big, um, big horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. Yes, dinosaurs. So this is so, 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 it's fun for running enthusiasts, death for horses. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, so you have to lay on your stomach in like mud and just like wiggle underneath the wires. Otherwise, you get shocked. Sure. And I, and I got like a lot of mud in my face, and I think that's how I got pink eye. It's wow. awful. It's, it seems like it, yeah. So now I just do like normal. But then you like, got to stay home marathons. from school for a week. Right, right. <laughs> Which is kind of a hoot. S- school of television writing. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to ask you about uh, are, uh, in addition to having recently run a marathon, <laughs> is a recent wedding that you had oh, yeah. to your husband. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yours. <laughs> I see. But I also wanted to open it up open up the theme of weddings by asking Scott if I'm remembering this correctly about uh-huh. you. Scott, am I remembering correctly about you that one of the dances at your wedding, I don't know if it was the dance. Oh, oh. I think I know where you're going. Was to the Wendy's Hot Drinks song? That's correct. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. Okay, um, so first, I, let's, I know what the Wendy's Hot Drinks song is. Uh-huh. Can you explain it to people who might not no YouTube videos from the as late 90s. Alphabetically, as uh, as encyclopedically as I do. Uh, um, yeah, th- this was a fascination uh, down in the basement at Funny or Die, where I worked for a long time. Uh, uh, I might, might uh, credit uh, credit Nick Carosi for uh, exposing me to it, but it's like a really great uh, uh, like training video that's a a rap that's specifically about how you pour hot drinks at a Wendy's location. Like, there's a lot of really specific like how the lid is put on and how many twists and like fill the coffee up into the line um it's the like i'm trying to remember more lyrics of it but it's like please sing um more. hot drinks really get you going warm you up when you feel you're slow and <laughs> wendy's uh, uh it's like this is what i'm saying though is that it's really hooky it's like an it's an Clearly. awesome song performed yeah. by a super charismatic dude the singer is great he's he pops on camera it's like way better than it has a right to be definitely a little michael jackson biting there's even like a woo at the end mm, but sure. uh but like fantastic song honestly and uh, uh there was a also a cold drinks done at the same time perhaps on the same video cold sure. drinks not as notable hot drinks uh takes the cake over <laughs> cold drinks I big mean, time i mean i think that's what all when you know when music nerds are sitting around in their dorms hitting their bongs, <laughs> all right, guys. Beatles or Stones? Hot drinks or cold drinks? <laughs> these, are the, these are the two questions. <laughs> is Paul dead? And is the cold drinks guy dead? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's but it, like uh, uh, yeah, amazing song. And I like yeah, my, my my wife super on board with this as well. We made a real point of if we're gonna have a lot of friends at a party, it's not often that you have control over the DJ situation. Yeah, and we really. Made a point of you have to play. It was one of our must plays, sure. and uh, and the DJ 
super confused by it initially. A very mm-hmm. nice uh, Fullerton man uh, from uh, <laughs> named Dennis who was like really trying to oh, wrap yeah, his Fullerton head around Dennis. Fullerton yeah, yeah, I know Dennis. Fullerton Dennis. You got a wedding or event or bar mitzvah coming up. Hit up <laughs> Fullerton Dennis. Uh, but he like he was trying to get a read of our music taste and like maybe a little bit of Bob Marley. We're by the beach. You can do a little Bob sure, Marley, and yeah, we're like, no, yeah. we are doing the Wendy's hot drink song, and that's what it is. <laughs> and no Bob Marley. Um, certainly not. <laughs> no, that was that. It became on the the no play list once uh, uh, as strict as the no fly list. But we, yeah, we like we, we so wanted that to be played, and he did wrap his head around it, and did right towards the end of the wedding, mixed it perfectly into Prince's Erotic City. Wow, <laughs> one of my favorite songs in the world. Fullerton and Dennis. He really pulled it out. Uh, uh, one of the best mixes I've ever heard. It was a real triumph of the wedding, and we also made a video that projected uh, off of Fullerton Dennis's uh, projection screen. Another thing Fullerton Dennis off- offers, yeah. uh, uh, and he it was we just made a video of like a lot of like you know weird like uh, uh, weird old weird old videos like hot drinks or uh, uh, weird old theme park stuff. And I think around when that mix was happening, it was synced up to in Star Tours the Disneyland ride where the Death Star is blown up. So we're cheering the Death Star being blown up as we're mixing from hot drinks into print. This my wedding was bliss. I loved my wedding. Yeah, it sounds. Uh, uh, uh... I'm, I'm so I'm being taken. I'm being transported back there right now, and I'm very happy. Did was the hot drinks the only like left of center wedding song that you had in there? Or did you also have, like, Chocolate Rain in? <laughs> no other particular internet. Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> getting close to that kind of thing, though. The other one actually was a, uh, uh, admittedly, was a, a request of, of my own song, uh, uh, which is uh, uh, my, myself, uh, uh, Nick Carassi, who I mentioned, and Charles Ingram, both uh, uh, Funny or Die writers with me. Uh, we, made, we did a, uh, a, at Funny or Die, we had a, a boy band that we did several music videos for <laughs> called, called Sugar Rush. Uh-huh. Uh, we made a song called "Hanging Out with Friends," which was taken. We at Funnier Day we had access to a public domain, not a public domain, but like a royalty-free music library, mm-hmm. and we would write songs over the ins- these instrumental tracks. And we made this boy band song, literally because there was another video unrelated where they just needed to cut to a video and say, "Boy, that sucks." Mm-hmm. And so it was like, "Do you want to make something that sucks to put in this video?" Sure. Yes, we do. And we made an entire like three-minute boy band thing. So we that was the other request was our own song, Sugar Rushes, Hanging Out with Friends. And we ended, it became kind of an impromptu performance, a Sugar Rush reunion at our wedding. <laughs> look at look that one. Uh, when you, if, if you ask at the end, do you have anything to plug? I will only, I, I have nothing. Plug your wedding videos. But, uh, yeah, yeah, watch, watch the video of my wedding. Yeah. So check out Sugar Rush, oh, Hanging sure. Out with Friends, which was te- technically for a Pepsi Max branded video uh i don't even know what pepsi max is it's some obscure subsect of pepsi so i think i think it was the short-lived injectable pepsi (laughs) it was the pepsi that came with a syringe Uh uh and a and a colorful rubber band (laughs) you find a vein and you just a spoon if you wanted to do it that way there's there's several options uh um anyway i think pepsi max might own our boy band song Mm. but we 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 played it at our wedding and didn't pay Pepsi a cent. Um, <laughs> when, uh, when, you talk about, when you talk about those music libraries, I had a job for a while where I had access to one of those music libraries. Oh, congrats. And I really liked, like, <laughs> you would put in the name of, like, a popular artist and then you would get people trying to approximate that mm-hmm. artist. Like, oh, if you yeah. need something like, you know, this, if you need something like Prince, if you need something mm-hmm. like Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. you would type that in and then you would get, you know, some guy – 
you know, who's I imagine in a basement in Van Nuys just doing blow and recording as many like and I I, artist I will artist. always remember and I have not been able to find this. If anybody has access to a royalty free music library, please look this up for me and uh and send me an MP3. It was a I was looking for something that sounded like YMCA, mm. like village people. Mm-hmm. And I got something called Big Man on the Block. <laughs> And it was oh, this, man. you know, you got a funky disco beat, uh, you know, four on the floor, <laughs> and you have this guy, this guy with this imposing voice going, I'm the big man on the block. Here I come. Here I come. It was like like a a man bursting into your house and then ejaculating. (laughs) Waking you up, middle of the night. (laughs) Hey, look at this before you know it. The big man from the block. (laughs) Okay, you are. I believe you. (laughs) That's, oh my God, that's insane. Use that take, he said. (laughs) I'm sure none of these had a second take. I really got there on that one. (laughs) Made it to that place. I actually ejaculated. The, um, the pleasures of royalty-free. <laughs> Why listen to regular music sure. right? if you have that special password? Well, you can save on royalties, too. <laughs> yeah, that, too. It's cost-effective. Uh, <laughs> uh, Liz, the novelty at your wedding that I wanted to mention oh, was that you had a wedding that had animal friends at it. It, it sure did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how does one How does one arrange an animal friend-heavy uh, wedding? First, be as broke as possible. Okay. Um, our our venue. Was, I would think it would cost more. You would think. You would think. No, we um. You know, we were trying to have like an affordable wedding. Sure. Um, and so we ended up. If you if you have like a like a petting zoo party for your kid, mm-hmm. and they bring like a llama and a goat to your house or whatever, this is where the llama and the goat sleep at night. Oh. So it's like okay. a private. Like a dorm. Yeah, yeah, it's like an animal dorm. <laughs> um, no, it's like a private ranch where this family's like really lovely family lives, and it's just sort of like a big. Open space, you can do whatever you want with it. Um, oh. But there's like animals everywhere, uh, and for like 150 bucks, we could have a petting zoo during cocktail hour, mm-hmm. and for 200 bucks, we could have a zebra and all of our wedding photos. Shit, so, dude! Yeah, that's I mean amazing. that's an easy yeah. 200 bucks. Yeah, I mean the downside was like right <laughs> in the middle of the vows, the mini donkey began braying, so it was like <laughs> <laughs> it was like. Kenny, I promise to be your partner. Yeah! Like, literally, like, exactly. It was like a cartoon donkey. Wow. Um. He, did, he didn't buy your vows, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was, you know. Um, was, and I mean, it seems like, you know, like, obviously, none of us here are shallow people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but one of my hobbies is being present <laughs> in the moment. What would you say? <laughs> Scott, man, get off your little hypno box. Um, <laughs> get out of Snapchat. I had emails, man. What do you want out of me? Um, but I would imagine that one takes a certain amount of pride in having a well-Instagrammed wedding or a well-posted <laughs> about <sighs> wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it seems to me that in in wanting to have an affordable wedding and finding this petting zoo zone mm-hmm. that you may have purposefully or not purposefully created perhaps the most Instagrammable wedding of all time. <laughs> you would think that. Yeah. Uh, Snapchat fucking killed my wedding. Everyone's snapping everything, and then six seconds later it was gone. Or whatever. I don't know. Snapchat oh, oh, so any kind of tally you wanted to maybe get right. was 
fucking Snapchat it out the window. Away. Yeah, because my like one of my girlfriends made like a personalized wedding Snapchat filter, and so everyone was using it. And then the next day, there were no photos of my wedding. Yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> it was like Kenny and Liz, yeah. hee haw. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we also had a we had a song. Um, this will t- this story will tell you everything you need to know about oh, me. Um, two years ago, Nick Lachey of Ninety Eight Degrees. Ah, um, he. You don't need to clarify. We both know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, not not Drew Lachey. Let's be <laughs> careful here. Um, he made a a cover song album with really? like any like all sorts of cover songs. That has disappeared from the internet. You cannot find it anymore. Oh boy. Wow. And so the only song I wanted to hear at my wedding was Nick Lachey's cover of Falling Slowly from the <clears throat> musical Once. Um, <laughs> and our DJ spent like three weeks trying to track it down. So I literally had to stop the dance floor and walk over with my cell phone where I still have the song, obviously. <laughs> so we could plug my cell phone in so I could dance my wedding to Nick Lachey's cover of Falling Slowly from Once. It was amazing. You know, I, if, when I want to find a Nick Lachey deep cut, <laughs> I just go to the Mortons where he's parking cars. <laughs> he usually has a flash drive yeah. or a CDR with him. You might have to go to his car to get it. But... <laughs> it's just a big pile in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I got one. <laughs> 700 have, CDs. Do you have any idea why this song, this album was scrubbed? No, and I Googled it, but it turns out no one else cares but me. So there's not even like a Reddit chain so about just it. pure apathy. It's just gone. Yeah. But it's, wow. it, it, they also pulled it out of my computer or iTunes. Like it's no longer oh, in my computer. Because it kind of claimed things that you downloaded when that reorganization yeah. happened. Uh, um, yeah. So all the files got – yeah, yeah. I can never sync my phone again. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my oh, Nick Lachey wow. cover album. So you won't update? No, I can't. Dude, oh man, that's really funny. Now, what is now? What is it about this song? Is it a? Is there is there an ironic appreciation? Is it legitimate appreciation? How how do you um, what how, how do you feel about Nick Lachey's cover from Once? Like, it makes me want to. I mean, it's like a little. It's like somewhere in between those two things. Like, I want to like. I like listen to it and cry on the floor, and then I want to write like an epic romance novel. Okay, that's that's the mood of this man. Gotcha. That's yeah. my favorite thing is if it's like if it's um th- like if especially if something starts as like ironic appreciation but becomes so real, good. or if some yeah. something that's like dancing between the two. Because I hate if I get written off as like uh, oh you like bad things mm-hmm. or like are so bad it's good, and it's not quite like it's it's kind of hard to attach yourself to something that just sucks. Right. Like if you don't, yeah, there's got to be some transcendent quality which. I think a lot of bad th- th- things people would call bad have. Right. Like, if there's no one else in the room, I just deeply love it. And if there are other yeah. people in the room, it's totally ironic. But that's, <laughs> where, that's really where I land. Oh, sure. yeah. No, I'm yeah. making fun of it. It's not really. Yeah. yeah. It's so cheesy, guys. <laughs> On this note, do you guys want to come over and watch Demolition Man? <laughs> <laughs> and then Face Off. Yes. And then four Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> how, did your, how did your respective spouses feel about the addition of these songs? Were both of them okay with it? Was anybody weird? Did anyone have to be talked into it? Uh, no, no. Aaron, Aaron uh, totally on board. Like, yeah, yeah big, big fan of hot drinks. Big fan of okay. big fan of my boy band, <laughs> especially. Oh, please, you have to do sugar. I'm trying to think if there was anything. If there were was any like point of contention. Uh, uh, we pretty much agree. In fact, that that video that I referred to, I don't think it made it to that we put too much on the video. So the dance time like outlasted the or the the video was longer than the dance floor was open. But we and we ended up just the end of it was about twenty five minutes of a movie called Cocaine One Man's Seduction, <laughs> oh, a, boy. a TV movie 
uh, starring Dennis Weaver, who was on Gunsmoke and is the star of the movie Duel, the uh, uh, oh, Spielberg's sure. original yeah, movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of like you know, crusty looking, mustachioed uh, character actor guy. But it's uh, um, this movie is just like full of. It's supposed to be warning you about the dangers of cocaine. He's like a guy, a, kind of a listless businessman who's trying to get vigor in his life, and somebody like gives actually a uh, young Jeffrey Tambor gives mm. him coke at a party, and then it like turns his life around. He's got energy. Everything's different. But then he, but then Tambor, like the uh, canary in the coal mine, like takes a dive, and he's crazy and sweating, and you gotta help me. And then the same thing happens to Weaver. But anyway, Looking it's supposed good to Tambor, be. By the way, um, please. Oh, oh, that was bad. That was like Don Pardo. Uh, um, <laughs> um, Musical guest. My cocaine habit. <laughs> Dennis Weaver. Uh, uh, yeah, but so. Uh, it was supposed. To, it's a movie about like warning you about the dangers of cocaine, but it's also just like full of dope '80s architecture and cool looking parties. <laughs> and we, it's like what we wanted our party to look like, basically. And we were at this venue that sort of hasn't changed since the early '80s in Laguna Beach. So we're like, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's. The fact that, that Aaron was down with like, I bet I could see you guys playing that, and then Fullerton Dennis coming over and going, "Oh, hey, you can see me in this." <laughs> <laughs> was, uh... Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Jeffrey. This is my big. <laughs> break um, <laughs> wow wow yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> filmed in fullerton dennis's backyard uh, <laughs> so it seems like you and your wife uh, who i've met a couple of times mm-hmm. um like kind of bonded over this stuff like this is this is something this kind of uh you know teetering between bad good ephemera type stuff oh yeah you guys both like a lot yeah 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 we, there's there's a lot in that uh, category and especially in the, like this early '80s vibe. And my show Moonbeam City was this uh, this sort of neon '80s throwback Eve show. Uh, um, yeah, we, we we're definitely like obsessed with uh, yeah weird weird old weird old garbage and cool uh, mm-hmm. kind of discarded aesthetics. And uh, actually, before like both of us were involved. In the early days of the room, uh, oh, um, like we sure, we sure, knew sure. each other in high school, but we weren't dating yet. But we were like that movie came out uh, at the the theater closest to us in the valley where we where we grew up, and like that was some of the first that we ever hung out was uh, uh, early throwing, early throwing screenings of the, at the room throwing spoons. Wow, My friend Michael Rousselet invented the spoons, and it's one of the weirdest things. Like you never like it's as if you knew somebody. Who invented a, a, a you know some weird turn of phrase that everybody says now and like I know the person who did that sure yeah like I definitely I remember him inventing we sh- I know what we should do There's I knew the spoon the first in guy the movie to, to abbreviate fuck my life as FML <laughs> <laughs> right yes exactly um, he d- he doesn't get a medal for doing sure. that um, you just have to take his word for it uh, but yeah my- Michael Russell if you're ever at a screening of that movie and you get hit in the back of the head with twelve plastic spoons mm-hmm. it's michael Rousselet's fault uh, <laughs> liz does your does your does, how did your husband feel about uh lost boy band songs <laughs> well i lobbied very hard for it to be our first dance number like the one that we did the like we went to like arthur murray and we like learned how to dance we were like oh cute Whoa. we had like a wedding in the 80s we, are we like we did not have a cool 80s wedding but we did many strange things as if we were in the 80s like True, go to arthur murray in van nuys and learn how to do the box step my, my uh, uh aaron 
uh, uh, my wife and her dad went to that same Arthur Murray to learn their first dance, mm-hmm. and they did three rehearsals. And then all of a sudden, her dad was like, "Not doing it. <laughs> if one of the guys sees me, I'll never hear the other." I think he guys. said, "Yeah, it was literally He's that." Concerned about the guy, <laughs> like his Aww. country club bud. Sure. And he was, uh, he, he, I think he said, "I don't want to go viral." He was worried he would be oh, like a oh, like a, a the wedding dad joke, mm-hmm. and then he'd never he could never show his face in public again. Oh, but anyway, so we were trying to have Arthur Murray representation, <laughs> and it didn't work out. Um, but anyway, uh, how'd yours go? Uh, I mean, it, it went fine. I mean, I don't I don't know if you need to spend a lot of money to like learn. How to do very basic ballroom dance steps at uh-huh. your wedding, like, listeners? I would not recommend it. <laughs> um, no, they were great. I mean, they were great. But so anyway, I love one, of... two, three. Right. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's one, two, three. One, two, three. Peter Pan. Um, oh, nice. okay. Thanks, thanks. Um, <laughs> no, so I lobbied really hard for Nick Lachey "Falling Slowly" to be um, our wedding song that we danced to in front of everyone, which he felt like vehemently opposed to. Mm, sure. So he just like felt lucky that it only got played once. He wanted it to be a Joey Fatone deep cut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I want it to be Joey Fatone's rendition of the Macarena. <laughs> what did it and what did it, what did you guys agree on? Um it's a U2 song. Okay. Huh. I don't even like U2. Um no it's it's uh I don't know why I'm blanking right now. It's the it's the theme song from Reality Bites. Oh, uh, uh, I can kind of um, hear it in my head, but yeah, sure. What is that? Uh, Not one. No, it's um. I literally got married like five seconds ago. <laughs> and you I went don't to Arthur Murray and I danced the song eight hundred times. <laughs> and you, it's. Hmm. I'm gonna shout it out in like ten minutes. We're on another. Set. There are <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, are, there are there are there are there are thirty five year old nerds crashing their car right now because they're yelling <laughs> the name of the song. <laughs> huh? All, All I want I... is you. Thank you. Okay. All I want is you. Yeah. Oh. Um, Which I only like because Rally Bites is my favorite movie. Oh, really? But that's good. So you had a connection as well. It wasn't just my song v your song. Right. There was something in it that was that you guys could kind of agree on. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Do you like once or is that was is that pairing uh, uh, totally just random? It's just the pairing. Wow. I've never even seen one. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Just that's great. (laughs) It's just the most romantic song that has ever been sung in the history of the world. Wish it was available. Hopefully, this Uh, podcast will increase its availability. Yeah. So hey, sleuths (laughs) of the internet. I know you're out there. We have two jobs for you. One, the Nick Lachey version of Once. And, you know, hey, fucking let's find that whole covers album, huh? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> what else do we got on there? Um, He sings, what does he sing? Um, uh, What a Wonderful World. He sings. <laughs> you got to um, hear. Yeah. I mean, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> you know, if it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But suck all those uh, Louis-isms out sure. of it. Come on. Just have a regular guy singing it. For <laughs> God's sake. Just have a nice white singing it. It's unadorned basic <laughs> yeah. singer. He, uh, he hits the Peter Gabriel classic, In Your Eyes. Oh. Well, I would want to hear that. <laughs> oh, my God. He does Sarah McLaughlin's Angel. Okay. So good. It sounds like a very good it album is... and all over the place, too. <laughs> favorite album. <laughs> this is the intersection of everything that I like. So, okay, Slusen, once you're done done digging that one up, also find the library-free classic Big Man on the Block. Yeah. And hey, if there's a mashup to be made, who am I to say we won't play it on a future episode? Uh, DJ Dennis. Fullerton <laughs> yeah, Dennis. Dennis. I know you probably only use the, the internet at the library once a week, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, well, yeah, once... Uh, listen, we've, uh, we've given people 
whole lot to do. Let's take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back with uh, perhaps the worst recurring segment on this podcast. <laughs> uh, that's right. We'll be back with more Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Mm, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Guess what, Jordan? Yes. We have a sponsor I mean, what? this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's our friends at ZipRecruiter. Hey! Are you tired of slow recruitment? Get it zippy! Oh, that's their new slogan. Get it zippy. <laughs> yeah. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Well, I here's my suggestion to you. Try ZipRecruiter. You post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter does its work. It gets out there and finds qualified candidates. That's the hardest part of hiring, Jordan. If you want to get unqualified candidates, it's no problem. Sure. Just head head down the head down the block. <laughs> You yell at some guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, 80% of- You want to run a nuclear power plant? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm unstable. <laughs> uh, 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through the site in just one day. It's the smartest way to hire. Uh, right now, my listeners can post- my, by the way, they're only my listeners. But my listeners <laughs> right can now, get a similar deal. Right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. No charge. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. One more time, to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter. What was it? Zip it up? Z- get zippy. Get zippy, honey. baby. Get zippy, honey. Get zippy, honey. Get zippy, honey. Uh, hey. Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix. They're another sponsor on our show. When a problem comes along, you, you must stitch, stitch it. it. Stitch yep. Fix. You know, Jordan, you can tell a guy who's got style. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain skill set not all of us were born with. But now there's an easy way to look better with Stitch Fix Men. It's a simple way to shop for clothes. You go to stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Answer some questions about your size, your budget, and what styles you like. Gargantuan, modest, and Elvin. <laughs> All the sizes. Respectively. Uh, Stitch Fix. It's really fun. They ship you, ship you a bag of clothes and you uh, you only pay for what you keep. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, I used it and got some great stuff. Looking forward to my next Stitch, Stitch Fix box. It's a little tough to say. It's a tongue twister, but, but it's also a fun twister. There's an easy way to remember it. When a problem comes along, along, you must stitch, stitch it. it. Get started now at stitchfix.com <laughs> slash JJ. That might be illegal what we're doing. Anyway. You'll also, fair use, Jordan. Fair we're use. commenting on it. That's right. It's a parody. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash JJ Go. You'll get 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. Stitchfix.com slash JJ Go to get started today. That's stitchfix.com slash JJ Go. And let's say maybe you're looking for some fun accessories or gift items mm. to go with those clothings. Can I recommend my own shop? Please do. The Put This On Shop at PutThisOnShop.com. We have just received, uh, among other things, uh, well, what have we got? We've got a ton of cool pins in the shop right now, uh, uh, very old ones to relatively new ones. We've got some silver badges 
uh, that I brought back from England. There's one uh, that uh, shows that you're a champion of tug-of-war. Hey. So if you want to be like the classiest tug-of-war champion (laughs) ever, the Put This On Shop is the place to go. It's at putthisonshop.com. And if you are a Jordan Jesse Go listener because you are my personal friend, I will give you free shipping on almost every single thing in the entire store. Just use the code TUPPIES. Tuppies. Put this on shop.com and Tuppies. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Scott Gardner, a.k.a. Skiz Gardner. <laughs> Liz Scudlow, a.k.a. Scooty. Good nicknames, guys. <laughs> I had mine in my pocket. Uh, that's my Instagram. I just It's the slightly more oh, so wrapped out syrup uh, version of my name. So you, got, you even got in a plug in there with your... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're nickname. right. Oh, I'm like dropping them slowly. Ruthless, Sugar ruthless Rush Gardner. Instagram. Uh, um, you always got to be working it. Sure, you got to. <laughs> Plugs. Uh, tween Fest on Go90. All right. No it's, one knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> it's where we watch soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Off-brand soccer game. Uh, um, uh, so, guys, uh, here is uh, what we are about to do. And thank you for joining me on this journey, by the way. This mm-hmm. will not be fun. Oh, okay. no. So, something uh, – uh, how to give background on this. So, I am an outspoken proponent of the product, uh, the Bud Light uh, the Bud Light Lime. Have you guys had oh. a Bud oh, Light Lime? Oh, yeah, it's lime? a Corona. Yeah, it's yeah. basically it's oh. it's Bud Light with a little a little a little nip of lime. It's a little mm-hmm. bit sweet. <laughs> okay. And um, I really like these, and I think that <clears throat> you know uh, it, it's a great drink, and especially you know in this era of you know crafty, complicated beers, you know appreciated by walking beards. It's nice to <laughs> it's nice to which I enjoy. I enjoy I enjoy a a, a hoppy. Local lager as much as as much as the next fella. The time and a place for it. Sure. But I think we also need to appreciate um, an easy drinking, you know, inexpensive, mass produced brew. Sure. Agree. And that is what I think the Bud Light Lime is. It's a good it's a good summertime drink. You can have a cooler of them for cheap. You can pass them around. You can drink them all day at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And it's a little slice of heaven. So I'm a big fan of Bud Light Lime. <laughs> I it could not be less of a fan of the Bud Light Lime Arita. I think this is an awful product, mm. and it tastes like I would. Just, it's, this is a tiny malt beverage that that somehow is 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 wishing you thought it was a margarita. Uh, one of the more delicious drinks. This is one of the worst drinks. It's uh, it, it's an abomination. I would I would call the taste like like the 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 most. The loudest public fight you've had with the worst person you've dated, it's that but a taste. <laughs> it's like it's just it's just shame, it's just embarrassment, and it's like a little medicine-y. Ugh. So I hate Bud Light Limeritas. It's really funny they're just one tick away in name. Sure, and yet, sure. Um... It's a single syllable, it makes all the difference. <laughs> a single a single Arita. <laughs> I guess you know what Arita's three syllables. Yeah. One, two, Arita, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so. Three simple syllables, um, but for some weird reason, people think that because I like Bud Light Lime, I will I appreciate the Arita family of products. And when a new Arita drops, 
<laughs> people will get at me on social media asking what I think about it. <laughs> the mango Rita, oh. the winter, the oh. winter specific cranberita. The burrito. Bur- it's cold. <laughs> Drink something that's like cranberry. I don't know. The 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 fall classic. The dead leave arita. <laughs> no, that's not real. Um, Jackaland. Jackalita Rita. Yeah, the pumpkin spice arita. Um, so. From time to time, I mean, uh, um, usually when Jesse is not here because he's a non-drinker, <laughs> I like to dive into the world of awful malt beverages, taste some new ones, oh, just no. to just to re-emphasize the fact that I do not like these. <laughs> to prove with your disgust yes, as you Yes, I want to have on-air disgust <laughs> that I do not like Stop these. Stop recommending. Uh, so, uh, before uh, before our taping, I stopped by the old BevMo, and I got some, uh, I got some, I got some things I had never seen before. Uh, and boy, are they all awful colored. So our first <laughs> drink today, uh, and I want your guys' opinion, and I definitely, mm-hmm. like, in the time we've been doing this, uh, have had some that I think have been kind of tasty. Um, I think maybe the last time my fave was the um, Not Your Dad's Hard Root Beer. Oh, that's so okay. good. They are pretty tasty. Yeah. Uh, I have a bottle opener. I can't imagine these aren't twist-offs. <laughs> let's, uh... Yeah, let's experiment. Yep, okay. <laughs> so our first, our first malt beverage here uh, that I got from the BevMo... Um, is a Jack Daniels branded uh, branded oh, product. It smells like cough syrup. It's a Jack Daniels <laughs> Down Home Punch, uh, four point eight percent alcohol by volume. Uh, contains alcohol. Down Home Punch. Uh, it's it's the it's yeah it's pink. It's very pink. It's almost it's so pink it's almost clear. <laughs> I wish you could see me glare at this. There's like, no way to uh, hear that. I would call the color unhealthy urine. <laughs> like urine you should be worried about. You would think as someone who just spent 25 minutes talking about how great Nick Lachey is that I would love a malt beverage. <laughs> <laughs> but I have my reservations. Now, before we before we take a sip, I just want to know, and, and these are only going to get better as they get warmer, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you, how do, you, do you guys have opinions about this kind of product? Arita or otherwise, um, I'm, I'm open to them because I like I. I also have feelings about like you know beards and IPAs, and so like I can I can drink like a dad's hard root beer, but I, um, I mean Jack Daniels flavored cough syrup is like. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. for some reason, don't think we're going to be getting a lot of uh, Jack Daniels character in this. <laughs> <laughs> the... It's a, uh, in name only. It's like uh, Spielberg producing Tiny Toons or something. Uh... <laughs> he was on Tiny Toons. <laughs> um, oh, wait. That's right. Yeah. He would, like, show up. Yeah. He'd do a. Vo- All right. Never mind. Uh, uh, well, that's what that'll be. <laughs> Will there be as much Jack Daniels in Down Home Punch as there is Spielberg in Tiny Toons? <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's, all, let's all have a drink and then, uh, uh, yeah, and, and, uh, and give our thoughts. Down home punch. Oh, it tastes like college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Foo yeah. mm. boy. Um, I mean, am I torpedoing the thesis of this segment? <laughs> I don't hate this. I honestly I don't, I don't do. hate this. Yeah, it's, it tastes better than it smells. It sure does. Um, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not overwhelming. I would have. Yeah, I. I, I would have uh, drank this mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger for sure. Uh, uh, like when, like when I drank sodas, which I do not anymore. Mm-hmm. This could have been in the mix. Um, and there's some, I don't know, yeah, it's like juice with fizz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. I'm doing, I'm, it's a very begrudging <laughs> approval yeah, yeah. on my part. It ta- um, when I went to college, that we they ha- frats had to be on campus, like in the dorms. It was a very weird system. And then there was a rule that they could only charge $5 for parties. So they would get trash cans 
and then just like fill them with what was it was always called jungle juice no matter what was in it and it <laughs> tasted a lot like this if it was like, like a good party okay oh, yeah okay. so you're maybe having a little bit of a positive yeah. association with this hmm. about the basement hmm. of Fisai. Scott, <laughs> Scott, what was it? What was a typical Scott Gardner uh, college party like? Uh, um, probably uh, uh, watching things of the hot drinks uh, nature, most likely. Uh, yeah. It's the uh, four people gathered around a computer watching uh, E-bombs um, World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old, yeah. Although uh, watching, but I remember before there was YouTube watching stuff like uh, what was that? Say the video, uh, uh, America, we stand as one. Do you remember oh, that? Sure. Like, yeah. It's uh, this horrible, like patriotic music video with really cheesy production value. And I, right, and a guy, a guy. It's this guy singing about America, and mm-hmm. he's you know open shirt, uh, uh, American flag do rag, mm-hmm. like this Mister Show character in real life. Yeah, uh, basically, and and he's singing about America on the beach, and there's like you know a lot of like superimposed eagle heads. Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. is hit by a high tide that mm-hmm. they have. They have altered to look the like blue. the American flag. The blue has been keyed out <laughs> yes. as all a blue screen and turned into red, white, and blue. So he's hit That's, by this, yeah, wave of America. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, so I, I, my parties were watching uh, things of that <laughs> nature uh, before they were readily available on YouTube. Uh, this is taking me back to uh, there was a big the one time we did have like a, a huge like like a big old rager in the dorm. I was in like a a triple. Uh, it was a corner room. So there were three oh, people in. There. always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. there's always a party in the triple. We had kind of an onus to be a party room, even sure. though we were all uh, uh, weird dorks. Although one of the, uh, it was me and another uh, odd uh, social miscreant and giant uh, uh, dinosaur nerd, and then a like very sociable guy who became the president of the school. Oh. Um, no, I mean, the president of the students, not sure, of yeah, the yeah. organization, He'd Loyal Emeritus. No, he wasn't the, yeah, yeah the Dean Emeritus. Uh, um, but so the one time we did have like a big rager, it it was a. It was specifically a themed bum wine party, uh, where we all got a bunch of bottles of different, uh, um, you know, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty sure. uh, things. Uh, this color is taking me. But I feel like our right. selections were neon pink, neon blue, neon green, and it was a. It was a fucking disaster. Yeah. There were there well, were and fights. And I think we can all and... look look back a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To that term, yes, yeah. To be. Making fun of the homeless, like uh, yes, us <laughs> different times, us yeah. kids, some of whom either we have uh, uh, scholarships or our or our parents are paying for. What if we pretended to be poor? Uh, um, yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty. Yes, uh, yeah, so at this Catholic university. All right, you're, you've pointed out a lot of levels to this. I didn't realize we're we're so bad. Well, that's but, what um, I do. I drop truth bombs. <laughs> there we do go. I have to do another slam poem. <laughs> Drink a lot of Mad Dog and then do a slam poem. <laughs> uh, uh, but this, like, uh, because of this party, like, it was a giant, like, uh, 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 g- uh, girls who came to the party ended up passed out. In the, it was an all-boys dorm, and girls were passed out in the boys' restroom, oh, and we got written up. It was a huge thing, and as a result of all this, I had to tell my parents that I'm drinking. Na- <laughs> like, that, that was what caused me to have sure. to explain. I was holding it for a friend, and I, I was holding all of them for many friends. My friend called Yellow and uh, <laughs> Zebra Stripe. <laughs> the zebra stripe bum one. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So I think it's time uh, we got we have three bottles here. Uh, let's do uh, number two. So this is from uh, this is a, a beloved brand on this segment. This is a Smirnoff <laughs> oh. Ice Watermelon Mimosa. A Smirnoff Ice Watermelon Mimosa. Similar oh, color. Man. Um, yeah, a little more vibrant. The other one was kind of a cloudy pink. Yeah, this is like for real mm. clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, I mean, I definitely have. 
you know, like my uh, some of my early drinking was Smirnoff Ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so and I, you know, and it's embarrassing. And I think I, I think people, people were right to tease me at the time. <laughs> I've grown out of them, but they have a special place in my heart. I kind yeah. of like an easing into alcohol, and I think that's you know kind of what yeah. they're for, and maybe why they're um, a problem. <laughs> a valiant products. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. <laughs> this... um, but I also, did you guys? Do you guys remember the? God, I forget what year this was. If you guys can peg this year, that would be helpful. Do you guys remember the Bros icing Bros trend? <laughs> no. Were you around for? Okay. Uh, I don't. Was I? I feel like I might have been. Working somewhere where you were uh, pressured to do a parody of this of some kind. Like, yeah. So uh, what is... if like John McCain was icing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 2010. Oh, okay, uh, that's Brian about right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's what here's how Bros icing Bros went. And again, I'm glad I'm talking about this before we uh, before we actually drink because the warmer these get, the more <laughs> they are. more pure the flavor. Yeah, like I'm hot. <laughs> Hot ices. Hot ice. I like a hot ice. Um, so bros icing bros was uh, something that bros did. Mm-hmm. And it was where you you had a warm Smirnoff ice on you at all times. <laughs> and so you would carry your warm ice with you. And if you're a man who does this, you're probably a man who wears giant shorts. Mm-hmm. So you have a place to keep the ice. Uh, so that's probably, I mean, I think that's, you know, probably the first thing a lot of us think, well, where are you keeping this ice? Mm-hmm. These guys, they've got a place. <laughs> they've like, got a place on either side of the short. Perfect. I guess it could be in a hat as long as it was uh, contained. Like sure. if you could find a mm-hmm. slot in a visor or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, not a lot of options. I guess a fanny pack isn't going to, that's not something a bro yeah, will do. Yeah, probably doesn't quite go with that mm-hmm. look. But mm-hmm. but it's, you know, where you keep the ice is not important. That's to be <laughs> as long as it's a trick. And warm. And you, yeah. And very warm. Sure. And yes, as long as wherever it is, it's getting hotter by the second. (laughs) So you have this ice on you. And when you see one of your bros, you have to trick them into seeing the ice. It's kind of like, did you guys ever do that thing where you have to make the little okay sign and Mm -hmm. then if somebody looks at it, they get punched or Mm -hmm. a Dutch oven or something like that? No, actually. Yeah. Well, these are all things that... (laughs) 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 These are a normal part of growing up. Looking at an okay sign. Me on my privilege tower uh, pretending to drink poor person beverages. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you would have played these games ironically. In in 2010, you you would get your bro to look at the ice you would present it to them neck first you would be hold the you would hold the neck and you would present it to them yeah. i guess that's butt first mm-hmm. and then they would have to whatever they were doing whatever situation they were in they would have to drop to one knee and chug the ice in one drink oh bros icing bros <laughs> okay uh, always suspected to be viral marketing for the ice. No one really knew. I think to this day it was a mystery where Genius. this got started. Uh-huh. But I think this also pointed to a class of men that it didn't matter if they did this in the middle of the day because <laughs> it wouldn't affect their day that much. Also in the basement of Faisai. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so I was working at Fuel TV in ah. 2010. Fuel TV, RIP, is the uh, tele- was the television network devoted to skateboarding, snowboarding, and the other action sports. Oh. <laughs> so I had a summer of being iced. <laughs> oh God! So um, wait, like that was just part, it was just part of the culture. Yep, there. you just you just had you were doing it. You go, you would get iced. You would have to drop to one knee and pound it 
if you were working, but also <laughs> no one looked at you weird because you were that was just where you worked. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So. Ten times a day. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, liver damage <laughs> that you sustained in that time. Yeah, yeah. Many, many, Fuel TV ended not because um, the ratings were bad, because everyone died. <laughs> the last surviving yeah. member. Me and Chris Fairbanks, the only two, uh, the only two who made it out of Fuel TV alive. Um, but uh, we just had traditional ices. We did not have the Smirnoff ice. Watermelon mimosa, which we are going to try. It smells exactly now. like a watermelon jelly rancher. Yeah, it sure uh. does. Oh, way worse, way worse, way worse. This oh, is no. bad. Oh, no. no, 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 no. This is no. literally for middle schoolers. This yeah, is, this is the gateway drink. Sure, I don't. Smirnoff know. was like, how can we get eleven-year-olds to like alcohol mm-hmm. more? <laughs> Make it taste like Jolly Rancher. Drunk eleven-year-olds. Oh man, yeah, I this love this in ninth grade. Sucks. Like if this there was a drink sucks. that was like Ooh. candy snacks, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the gusher gush was alcohol. Sure, yeah, if it was a little shot. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Fuck, that is kind of That's a nice boy. donation to the Gusher company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> adult Gushers. <laughs> gushers for daddy. Not your daddy's. Not your daddy's. Oh, wait, I guess it is your daddy's Gusher. Yeah. yeah, this sucks. Uh, the, the, yeah. It's, it's amazing how close it looks to the Jack Jet Daniels mm-hmm. one, but it just tastes so much worse. Yeah, I might so have to go back acidic. and forth. Yeah, I am going to wash the taste of the <laughs> Smirnoff ice out of my mouth with the Jack Daniels Down Home Punch. Oh, if my parents could see me holding both bottles at the same time. <laughs> Our sons oh made it. Did you ever play? Do you, do you guys know John Chernin? He's, he created the Mick on Fox. Uh, okay. I do not. I'm not. I don't work there. I'm not plugging it. It's, okay. Although it's great. Sure. <laughs> um, we went to college together and he had, he had what was called the 40s party every Tuesday. And we he was a sophomore. I was a freshman. We were like dying to get invited i finally <laughs> did and so we got like full-blown 40s like f- i guess it's like 30s but like flapper costumes and like so we roll in deep in these like basically like halloween costumes mm. it was a fucking 40s malt liquor party uh, <laughs> and, and you're and, like where's, right, the, where's right. the hooch we're here for the and every tuesday like dozens of kids would hang out in his room to play edward 40 hands and so, oh, like, my girl. secret skill is having um, malt liquor duct taped to both hands and drinking them very quickly. <laughs> oh, boy. Which you can do while wearing a, a, a trench coat, a Carmen right. Sandiego style. <laughs> I don't know what you uh, – I'm having trouble yeah. naming 40s, uh, 40s female stuff. attire. Yeah. But... I think I was, like, like, sort of, like, gangster. Like, I got, like, some sort of, like, you know, I was, like, like 19. An like a Capone like kind a of thing. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, sure. You know, something to put my tits out. Beads. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, boy. Uh, no, thank you, uh, Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. Uh, so we got one more. We got one more malt here. Uh, this uh, this is from the uh, Not Your Father's Family, uh, <laughs> which has expanded uh, since I last since we last did this segment. So the Not Your Father's Root Beer was something that I think we I remember we kind of liked, uh, and it's expanded. There's now a Not Your Mother's Apple Pie, which is um, like a like a cider type thing. I think, mm-hmm. uh, but this is Not Your Father's Mountain Ale. So, what I think <laughs> this is signaling with the name and the color. Um, is it Mountain Dew? It, which I think it is supposed to be an alcoholic yeah. Mountain Dew variant. Citrus brew. I have had the apple pie one. It's it's a lot. It's this, good, but it's a lot. Yeah, this is 5% alcohol by volume. And actually, I don't think I said the Smirnoff Ice alcohol by volume. I think it's an important fact that people want to know. Uh, 5.8%. Mm-hmm. So th- the Smirnoff Ice will get you the most fucked up out of these. So uh, <laughs> maybe, one thing going yeah, maybe for hold it. your nose and pound it. 
These are um, not twist off. These are not okay. Here, I, I can think. I can grab. A, I got a uh, I got a thing here we can use. <laughs> it's a bottle opener. I'll pass it around. No need to uh, break. So yeah, how do you guys feel about a Mountain Dew non-alcoholic? Do you guys is that something you guys will have from time to time? I was never a Dew guy. I I no not not even when not when I drank uh, soda. Uh, um, how is it different actually than like than Sprite or Seven Up? Uh, I mean, super um, caffeinated, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it tastes sort of like Gatorade almost. Oh, okay, my mind. so a little because those are like uh, a notch away from like a lime sparkling water or mm-hmm. something. Like Sprite's closer to that, but uh, Mountain Dew's a little fakier, a little. Uh... Yeah, it's the last time I had one was when I was probably like three in the morning on like a night shoot. When you're like, I can't have more coffee, but I have to stay awake and sure, watch yeah. Kevin Bacon, be, you know, be the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, so, that was a very relatable right. scenario you right. laid out. Yeah, so I had a lot of Diet Mountain Dews back in my following days. Okay, right. uh-huh. yeah. a lot of Diet Dews. Mm-hmm. Does Bacon have a Diet Dew? No, Let's I've only some bacon fast. Oh, I've only ever seen. He's super nice. Um, I've only ever seen him eat raw like greens. Wow! Like they would bring in, they'd roll in like a sushi chef, and like they'd they'd wow. be like hand making sushi to order, and he would eat like. A piece of spinach, or wow. like like a pe- like a leaf of kale. <clears throat> hey, yeah, he's in great shape. That's why he's the best. Yeah, <laughs> looking sharp. Um, all right, so yeah, so the color of this is, uh, yeah, is like uh, alien. You would see on a, a '90s Cat in the Hat hat. <laughs> you guys know these aliens, right? <laughs> so yeah. wait a minute. What you mean, like the I know what you're like talking about. like the uh, uh, like if, <laughs> that Area Fifty One jerky on the way to Vegas? Yes, exactly. That kind of alien, yeah, generic yeah. alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's have a sip. I, I in general have a have strong have good feelings about the brand. I'm, I'm hoping this will be tasty. Hmm. It's um. It's like Fresca. It tastes just like Fresca. It is a little bit of Fresca. Mm-hmm. There is a little mm-hmm. hint of Fresca in this. Huh. I, I know my yellow sodas guys. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> uh, uh, little fresca head over here. Not mm-hmm. quite a mellow yellow. It's uh, <laughs> but it's in that zone. It's not a not your father's mellow yellow. Yeah. Um, I I I dig it. It's a little yeah. It's, it feels more like something I would uh, drink. Uh, it's closer to the family of what I would drink than yeah. <laughs> pink watermelon uh, type stuff. I'm also engrossed by the uh, uh, the mounty the rugged mountain man. Yeah. On the bottle, there's kind of a there's mm-hmm. kind of a, a an explorer guy or a um, a, a yeah. prospector type, a Lewis or a Clark in that like line drawn <laughs> uh, political cartoon style. Right, he's he's holding a stick that says tariffs on it. <laughs> Makes um, a good point yeah. about uh, <laughs> robber barons. Pig. Yeah, <laughs> oh, curse that Tammany Hall. <laughs> See, I like this bottle because if you're trying to be the cool girl at the party, you know, Which you're like, I am usually. I just want a woodchuck cider, but everyone's gonna. Like, um, like, you know, it's like the pumpkin spice of, sure, of sure, sure. party drinks. <laughs> you could hold this and people would think you were drinking like a pretentious IPA. Yeah. Like, the bottle is pretty good. Oh. I think it, could, it looks beery enough that you could probably get away with it. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is something good for people who maybe don't have that sophisticated beer mm-hmm, palette mm-hmm, but still mm-hmm. want to present like a... Live uh, like a, a yeah, curated... You're drinking a curated type. beverage. Something sure. that was carefully uh, crafted. I think the name of the company is Small Town Brewery. <laughs> so yeah, they definitely have that old timey gastro pubby type marketing. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but for what is essentially a uh, yeah a dirtbag uh, teenager in Florida, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. a slightly classier. Yeah, it tastes like Mountain Dew and Fresca, but a baby. 
Yeah. So not you know this and and I think this is the big a big problem with these types of beverages is that the drink is not bad but the aftertaste kicks mm-hmm. you in the kicks you in the what have you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yes. The, the, there's an accrued uh, effect after three of them for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the co- the coating of the throat doesn't feel too great at this point. Yeah. Great to be talking into a microphone with a <laughs> mucusy mouth full of sugar. Yeah. Am I am I smacking? Do I sound more disgusting than half an hour ago? Yeah. This is worse than our job. Jolly Rancher taste test, which we did last week. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I think I'm, okay, I think if I'm going to rank these uh, uh, Smirnoff Ice way, way down at the bottom, avoid mm-hmm. this product, avoid the uh, watermelon mimosa, uh, uh, bring it up the middle, it's the uh, it's the mountain ale, and I think my fave is this Jack Daniels Down Home Punch. This is not terrible. If there was a little cooler of these at a barbecue, I might drink one. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's a tough, uh, I'm almost tempted to go... Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, I was I was starting to lean towards uh, Mountain Ale, the green one, but I kind of had the least to say about it. Uh, um, maybe I'm sure. the most fond of the Jack Daniels Down Home Punch in general uh, um, was the most striking at the top. Yeah, I might do the same order as you. Okay. Uh, Liz, do you have any thoughts? I'm literally double fisting now going back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's, I hate whiskey and I hate Jack Daniels, but I, you might be right. I think it might be the down the down home punch. All right, guys. Well, wow. we're calling Jack Daniels Down Home Punch the official malt beverage of Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. Everything uh. else can go fuck itself. Uh, we'll be right back with more Jordan Jesse Go. In celeb news this week, the hosts of Lady to Lady took a break from hanging with today's hottest comedians, actors, and writers to sell a sex machine. What'd they do with all that cash? Rent a party bus to go to Magic Mike Live in Vegas, of course. All of this on the heels of a salacious sizzler session with Home Alone 4 star French Stewart. Want to know what the f*** we're talking about? Tune into Lady to Lady whenever, wherever you listen to podcasts. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Old Skiz Gertie. Liz Spedlow, the tits in the room? I don't even know. That's good. There's pressure to be female all of a sudden. I've been drinking malt beverages. And feeling very feminine. I mean, you drink enough, pink sugar water, and you start to feel like a lady. We'll end up with tits before you know it. That's Marinoff Ice. Yeah, sure. Tits in a bottle. Marinoff Ice. You want some ovaries, fellas? Um... From time to time on the show, and by from time to time, I mean every single episode just about, we like to uh, turn it over to our answering machine uh, and our lovely listeners who have given us a call at 206-984-4-FUN and left us a message. Uh, Brian, let's see who has called the hotline this week. Hi, this is uh, a longtime listener from Canada. I'm being deliberately anonymous. Uh, I asked my wife for permission, and she gave it with her blessing. I'm currently at the airport. I'm about to fly away to spend a week on a tropical island on a private beach with my mistress, which I'm quite looking forward to. So that sound you hear is me punching a blimp. Get him, get him, get him. Bye. Wow. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Hmm. Sure. Uh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> it's a real? Is this a, is this a real tale? No, the, we have a penthouse forum. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be making this call. <laughs> um, yeah, so oh, for, for you guys, uh, Punch a Blimp is our slogan for this year. It's, oh. a, it's a kind of a, an inspiring uh, phrase people can use to motivate themselves. Oh, and empowering. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, punch that blimp. You know, uh, who knows? It's crack stupid. the whip, ride, yeah. ride the snake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crack the whip, ride the snake, punch the blimp. <laughs> it fits right in. And you know what? I, I like, I have to appreciate that it's happening uh, on a tropical island because mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. you know, those mistresses get relegated to Motel 6s, Double Trees. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, personally, I think the mistresses of the world deserve better. Well, the thing that's shocking to me, I mean, he sounded very Canadian. I believe that he's from Canada. Sure. I spent last summer filming there and I didn't know they were, they're so nice. I didn't know the Canadians took mistresses. Yeah. Like, they're just the nicest people. So... But his wife's hmm. down. She seemed to I mean. Yeah, so, so clearly he's nice enough to ask permission. Yeah, right. Yes, it is the most Canadian <laughs> affair. Would it be okay with you if I fucked another woman on a tropical island? <laughs> oh, sure. I don't want to put you out. Um, yeah, <laughs> you yep. could use the yes. rest. Yeah. You'll probably pick up some skills you can bring home to me. <laughs> sure, uh-huh. yeah. Just stop by the Tim Hortons on the way home. <laughs> um. That's all I know about Canada. <laughs> um, is there? A, I, I, I love the sky. The Sky Dome uh, in Toronto is a beautiful, great place beautiful to see dome, a game. Beautiful dome. Uh, whatever that the, the uh, Skyline Tower. Uh, um, and, and now that's all I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd throw them in. Did you find when you were in Canada? Mm-hmm. Did you find it to be a hot and nasty sexual nation? Because this <laughs> call seems to be pointing to um, a real fuckfest north of our borders. I mean, right? No, you know, I was in rural Nova Scotia, which okay. is so far east. It's four hours out of California. Okay. And it's it's you guys probably have not read Anne of Green Gables, but it's like very similar. Okay. So okay. I fe- no, there was no. I mean, I think it's probably the only crew I've ever been on that I haven't fucked anyone. Sure, it's not. Um, it was not horny. <laughs> no, not at all. It was like polite. Everyone was lovely. Sure. Yeah. And everybody's just uh, frozen, frigid. I so guess. Cold. So cold. Yeah, I guess yeah. there is too cold to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there that is something. That's why. Yeah, you got to go tropical if you want. If you want. Oh to do yeah, it. maybe that's yeah, yeah. Maybe that's hence the tropical island. Huh. Maybe they're just trying to get away from that. Yeah, um, yeah from that. Um, from the cold. From, from that cold that makes you want to leave it in your pants. But if, like, if I'm like, is that your vacation money? Like, if I'm the wife, I'm like, oh, sure. you can go fuck that woman. Like, give me the night off. But like. I want to go on a tropical vacation. Right. Is, yeah. Like, right. is the mistress funding this island? <laughs> Maybe I've, the mistress I've questions. is paying. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think, listen, I think I'd like to think that we're in a new, more enlightened area where the mistress can pay. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, who are we to assume that the man pays for the illicit fuck fest? Right. <laughs> she has her own money. <laughs> Or she uh, may be an heiress to something, yeah. uh, uh, mm-hmm. to the to, to the Tim Hortons. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's Jenny Horton. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she's a younger Horton. And I also, you know, and also I would like to know, you know, I want a little bit more information on the story. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, you know, either either the wife is, um, you know, has a has a bone down. Uh, mm-hmm. Or a vagina down sure. <laughs> happening in Canada or offsite somewhere herself. Maybe on a different tropical island. Mm-hmm. Or, or just yeah. just across the border. Uh, um, sure, like, Seattle. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I got to Seattle, D- Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be a Detroiter. Mm-hmm. Yes, it might be. A, yeah, it might be a good old good old Detroit fuckfest. <laughs> or maybe like a like a Wayne Gretzky cousin. I mean, there's a lot of like strapping hockey guys up there. Yeah, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody maybe she timed. 
uh, his vacation. They like they coordinated it to where. Uh, like a you know a Calgary Flame is in town Perfect. for only that yeah. uh, you know for a triple header yeah. and isn't then... that isn't that why they refer to the the, the mullet as cunnilingus handlebars <laughs> <laughs> because you're getting your Perfect. box munched by a member of the Calgary Calgary Flame. Oh. Uh, well, yes, Canada, you're a sexy nation. Uh, Brian, do we have any other phone calls? Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Nathan from Louisville calling with an update on my recent momentous occasion. I found out that my upstairs neighbor's shitty, loud boyfriend was, in fact, a wanted criminal and ratted him out and had him sent to jail. Jordan had asked how bad of a bad dude he was. Uh, Well, to clarify, apparently... Not so much of a bad dude that due to prison overcrowding, he has been released into the home incarceration system. So he is now serving out the remainder of his sentence without ever being able to leave the apartment above mine. (laughs) Uh, It's not stopping him from practicing his kick flips or working on his rap mixtape at all hours of the night. I hate my life. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> wow. Um, mm. Wow. Yeah. So, yes, the, I, I'm sure you guys picked up. This is a clarification on yeah. a, a call from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, I, I don't know what you're – I mean, Liz, I've been to your place. You don't have uh, – you don't share walls with anyone. You're a homeowner. Sure am. Uh, I am an apartment renter. Scott, do you guys have – do you guys have neighbors on either side or above or below? Uh, below, I think we're the problem because we'll stomp around with uh, with workouts and – oh, I, bu- I also – I have like a – I have a weird old keyboard, an old uh, Wurlitzer electric that uh, they asked me to stop uh, playing because mm. it's one of – I think like it's – there's like vibrations that we're going straight down into the floor, and I, uh, I, I took sure. the request. Um, <laughs> I wasn't as brazen as this criminal yeah. um, who's kicking and flipping, rapping. Uh, um, I guess so. I, I, I don't know. He's living a he's living a cool life for. Yeah. I, I don't like that he's disrupting anyone else's situation, but boy, he's making the best of the yeah, house arrest. You know, if you're gonna be under house arrest, you might as well get better at your skateboard tricks before <laughs> <laughs> that mixtape you've been meaning to get to and write that novel. Because one side. I'm out there in the world. So I can skate to my concerts and <laughs> <laughs> show off my cool moves. When I was a teacher, uh, we used to have a lot of kids come back from. They, they call in California. This is, I think, a California thing. They call juvenile detention centers camp. Okay. Uh, oh, I didn't know like, that. That's fun. Like, yeah, it's like camp Nathaniel or whatever. Sure. So they, the kids come back from camp, and um, if they're on house arrest, they have these these anklets they wear. Yeah. Underneath pants. And I was like 22 when I was teaching, and I didn't I didn't know about the anklets. And if you um, if you try to take them off, they make this noise uh, to like alert you, like, "Hey, you're jostling it too much. Be careful. You're mm-hmm. you know your your sure. parole officer is going to show up." So the kids in my English class, you know, we'd be like reading Romeo and Juliet or whatever. And if you kicked your ankles at the right an- like angle, they would like it would beep. It would like you're like right. you know in the middle of my classroom. And the kids <sighs> used to fuck with me all of the time. Like I would. 
And I'd say, like, everyone put your hands in the air. And it would still be beeping. And I'm like, how are they pressing their cell phones? <laughs> like, like, I, like, like, it's illegal to confiscate phones in LAUSD. But I would, like, take all of their phones and right. think that I'd solved it. And then, like, so finally some kid was like, no, it's, it's a, We're it's kicking a house our ankle ass bracelets. bracelet. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, those, those, those wacky kids. Those wacky kids coming back from Camp Nathaniel <laughs> yeah. with their house arrest yeah. anklets. <laughs> um, well, Caller, thank you so much uh, for clarifying. Sorry about the hell which you now live in. Mm. Uh, if you have a call for us, why don't you place it at 206-984-4FUN, and maybe you'll hear yourself on the podcast. We'll be back in just a second with more Jordan Jesse Go. Hi there. I'm comedian and movie buff Ricky Carmona, and I'm excited to tell you about a new show I'm doing called Who Shot Ya? Join me, LA Weekly film critic April Wolf. I'm going to call Star Wars when it comes out the Clint Howard Project. <laughs> Film reviews editor for The Wrap, Alonzo Duraldi. Everything Charlize Theron knows about killing somebody with a high-heeled shoe, she learned from single white female. Trust me. <laughs> and our dope-ass friends each week. The stunt guys were asking me, like, do you need a stunt double in here to, for, for you to skate? I was like, no, no, I, I was on skates at three. So if you're tired of whack opinions and you're looking for a smart, funny film discussion show, check out Who Shot Your Son? That's what we do. And you can find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Short and Jesse Go, I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, well, uh, well uh, hanging with old uh, Scott's Scott's <laughs> <laughs> grizzle. Uh, uh, I'm trying to change it slightly every time. Hey, oh, hey what's up, uh, Scott's the Gur Man? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm Liz Scudlow, already hungover from my Smirnoff ice. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like a headache in a bottle. Call out of work the next two days. <laughs> Sorry, I, had to... I had four zips. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend running a half marathon and then drinking Smirnoff ice. Oh yeah, watermelon mimosa. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the the malt beverage choice of marathon runners everywhere. <laughs> Put on that tin foil thing and then uh, <laughs> use it as a funnel for Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> um, uh, thank you guys so much for being on the program. Um, Absolutely. Uh, now is the time in the show where we tell listeners uh, some things they would want to know about you your online presence, your upcoming projects. Uh, Liz, do you have anything to tell us about at this time? Oh, shit. Um, no, I mean, no. I'm I'm a television writer. I have two pilots. I have a comedy at TBS currently and a drama at Hulu. Sure. But neither one of them has been officially greenlit, so there's nothing that you can watch. So listen, just if you're out there, make sure that Hulu subscription stays paid up. Thank you. <laughs> if you used, if you like lost a card that you used to pay for it, <laughs> make sure you switch the card because sometimes, anyway. Date that auto mm-hmm. renew or let it lapse. I was going to say let it lapse for a little bit until your show is on, but then what if that affects uh, the money that, that Hulu <laughs> is has. not there to make the show? Just keep the Hulu subscription. Subscriptions paid up. Yeah, um, please. You're on the Twitter. People could follow you there if yes, they wanted I'm to. Atlas Scudlow. It's S C Z U D L O. I just kicked my mic. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> listeners. Good thing it didn't set <laughs> off your police ankle bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been no. very annoying for everyone. Do you remember the sound? Was it that? It was. It was sort of like that. It was like a weird. It sounded like a cell phone. It was like. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't like an alarm. 
Nice. I was going to say, yeah. maybe a cool uh, sample idea for that upstairs rapper. Oh, <laughs> the, the sound of a child's ankle bracelet <laughs> yeah, going yeah. off. Next time you're making a beat. <laughs> well, maybe that's a fun thing they can do to, you know, just yeah. feel more like normal kids is find some way to personalize it. Ringtones. Right? Oh, Get sure. Crazy Frog on there. <laughs> <laughs> a voice sample from uh, Anchorman or what? Old School. Or, yeah. um, <laughs> or just that hook we love from Big Man, Big Man Around Town. Big Man on the Block. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here I come! <laughs> <laughs> if a guy's like trying to like carefully sneak somewhere and not catch police attention, and then like, okay, let me just ah, <laughs> oh, big man on the block, <laughs> sirens, and guns <laughs> wait, 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 the big man's here, it's coming. Uh, Scott Gardner, you, uh, you know. You have many hilarious been... viral videos people could check out oh, via thanks. Funny or Die. Uh, I might suggest the Tiny Fuppets series. Oh, hey. One of the, uh, oh, I've always appreciated weirdest... your, that you enjoy Tiny Fuppets. Love That's those my fuppets. favorite one, one to hear. South American Muppet Baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah, a Portuguese uh, Muppet Baby equivalent uh, <laughs> who uh, technically I'm – I brought it to America, sure, but yeah. it was really made by a Portuguese animator <laughs> named Arturo <laughs> Lima. Um, and you can go to Tiny tinyfuppets.com and watch all their adventures. Uh, uh, yeah, t- Tiny Fuppets is out there. And, uh, uh, you also have a something that I think our listeners uh, would really like to check out. You have a new podcast yeah. about... Uh, theme parks. Yes, the world of theme parks. It's called Podcast the Ride. Uh, and uh, I'm having so much fun with it. I'm very excited. I haven't done a podcast before, so that in and of itself is really fun. And uh, uh, yeah, it's myself and uh, Mike Carlson and Jason Sheridan, who were two very funny uh, UCB World Improv folks. And we, we met within that a sphere of like the LA comedy scene, but also they are massive theme park dorks, as am I, which I was shocked to find people who both do comedy and are mm-hmm. like encyclopedic theme park nerds. Like, who we all went to the same, uh, uh you know, like blogs and sites that catalog this stuff. Uh, uh we're both like. We're we're all nerds to the degree. Like literally, last night I was at uh, the Smokehouse in Burbank, oh, and so uh, oh, never I been loved to the it. Smokehouse. Oh, it's uh, oh, yeah. We, oh, we should do it night. sometime. Yeah, I'm yeah. Driving by um, it these days. So I, anyway. Ah, sorry. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beautiful to look at. Great inside. And uh, Kiefer Sutherland yeah. is always there. Oh, what? Oh. Well, no. Right now he's in Canada. Oh, okay. Canada filming a designated survivor. But when sure. he's in Los Angeles, he's in Canada fucking the wives of guys who <laughs> are on a sexual Airbnb tour. But yeah, yeah. Fun fact: If he is not in Canada filming Designated Survivor, he is at the Smokehouse buying Boy. everyone drinks. Oh, no kidding! Uh, yeah. Ooh, oh, get yeah. there. Oh, my dad was just at that bar. I wonder if he was with it. I wonder if he was bought a drink and I didn't mean, tell me by Kiefer. Uh, anyway, I was at the Smokehouse last night, and we saw. I saw from across the room a like uh, a pioneering Disney Imagineer. Uh, probably was not a very like typically recognized sure. person. I did not bother him, but I like I, I like this is how large like Imagineers loom for me that I can see them in crowded restaurants and like, it was oh my, my god. idea to send Mr. Toad to hell. <laughs> Get Mr. Toad ride. And to teach those kids a lesson, my damn it. was killed by a drunk driver. <laughs> oh, really say he, he's your Nick Lachey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> just gets the. I want to hear his covers album. Um, Imagineer Tony Baxter's covers album. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, uh, but yeah, so we're like, yeah, we're 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 all super obsessed in a very nerdy fashion uh, about theme park. 
works. There are, uh, and, and so we, we we try to do. Uh, we have a podcast now where we try to. Uh, we, it, I, I think it's kind of like dissecting theme park rides and, and theme parks in like a classic album kind of way. We want people to start uh, uh, being into uh, theme parks in that kind of like uh, uh, completest cataloging way, like appreciating uh, uh, the art of it and the oddity of it. And uh, uh, yeah, we've had so much fun mm. uh, going into this stuff. And uh, yeah, and I, uh, people can check that out wherever they get their podcasts. Or That's specific, correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. iTunes, we do it through Feral Audio. They've been great. And uh, yeah, pod, podcast The Ride. Uh, uh, and you can follow me at Scott Gardner on Twitter, and I'll post about those episodes and other stuff I got cooking up. And Scott's Gerd, no, Skiz Gerdner on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think working out very well for you. No, and also, how is that spelled? I don't want to take your time to spell it on your podcast. Just go through the first couple. It's one of those. Also, just search my name and you'll see the other name. Yeah, check things out. Yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. You can discuss the show on Reddit, r slash Max Fun. Is that the Maximum Fun? Max Fun. Max Fun. There you go. Maximum fun there on Reddit. Uh, hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. Uh, leave us an iTunes review while you're at it. Gosh darn it. Helps people find the show. Uh, I'm at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. Jesse Thorne back next week probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, Not yeah. if there's drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not if. Not if oh, ice. this is now a malt beverage podcast. No, yeah, you can go fuck yourself, Jordan. That's what you would say. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.